I can't say anything that I can get canceled for. Girl, bye. I don't like when you say that. That's a good parenting job on your dad's part. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello, and welcome back to Conversational Humor with Pun and Balrog. Hey, guys. Episode 6, we're going to be talking today about unique pub crawl ideas. After you're done listening to the episode, please go on Spotify and take the poll of whose pub crawl idea you like the best. Today is Saturday, March the 4th. A little bit later than last time. It is quarter afternoon. (laughs) Quarter afternoon. A quarter... So this will be released probably Monday again, trying for. And actually, when I introduced Pun and myself, I've had some questions on how we got our nicknames. So I'll, yep. just just a quick uh, why people call you Pun. Because I uh, think a lot of people real think that it's like because of a quick quip. No, it's because I was quite chubby. And uh, <laughs> you know the rapper Big Pun, Punisher. Oh, yeah. Yep, so that's where it comes from. Big Pun, baby. <laughs> So now you're going to have to be like Eminem because you're skinny white boy. Yeah, I'm going to have to learn how to rap for That's sure. right. So mine, people ask me, is it from the Lord of the Rings, Balrog, the flaming uh, thing that was chasing around Gandalf? I'm going like way nerd level on you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was from the old Street Fighter II mm-hmm. Sega game with the guy that has the boxing gloves. So Yeah, it's Street Fighter II. That's, that's all you need to know. That's right. Be sure to click and subscribe. Click the notification bell so you know when these are out. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. And I'm giving everybody homework this week, not just pun. The, the homework for you guys is we need you to share the episode. We have had great following so far. We've had great listens. We are steadily over 200 listens per episode. 200 unique listens. Yes, unique humans that listen, unique accounts. So mm-hmm. what I need you to do is I need you guys, everybody to just share it with one person in your phone book that you think would yep. listen to. Or 10 people. If you want to flood everyone people. in your phone book, do that. Or as Pond said before we started recording, share it to the person that you least expect. Yeah, send it to your grandpa. <laughs> Piss off your you grandpa with listen. the handkerchief episode. Uh, speaking of homework. <laughs> what do I hear over there? <laughs> a little Chick-fil-A. <laughs> um you know, since I'm always marketing talk, and toss that bag, <laughs> I go to Chick Fil A and I tell the guys uh, what's going on and why I'm doing this, why I'm getting the chicken sandwich, and they're totally on board. They're they said they're gonna subscribe and listen because I showed them. <laughs> so what's up to my boys from Chick Fil A right now? Because they're gonna be listening by the time this is out. This is a live unboxing of Chick Fil A, but I did cheat, and you're gonna be mad. Oh, I got the grilled chicken and not the crispy. Oh my. God, pun. I'm sorry, man. (laughs) I'm eating pizza tonight for the fight. That was unnecessary information. All right, we're going to go right in, and we're just going to take a bite, leaving with the tomato on. With tomato. (laughs) That was, I heard the whole bite over the Mm. microphone. (laughs) I'm dead. (laughs) Pun's going to be lip smacking for the rest of the episode. Not only not only do they have great customer service, but the chicken sandwich is uh, 6.5 out of 10. All right, 6.5 out of 10. Still a fast food chicken sandwich? Still a fast food chicken sandwich. Very glad. I like Chick-fil-A. I, I like how they greet you 19 times before you get to the window. <laughs> it's fantastic. But I'm not going to wait four hours for their food ever. So Pun didn't want to get Chick-fil-A because he eats pretty healthy. And he, as he mm-hmm. said, he's eating pizza for the fight tonight. And I said to him, Pun, if, we, if this podcast ever takes off, and Chick-fil-A, here's this episode. We never have to work again if we ad read for them. Yeah, and just so you know, Chick-fil-A, I gave you a 6.5, which I'm I'm grading hard. And that's been sitting for about an hour. And I got the grilled chicken <laughs> and not the crispy chicken that everybody... So, I mean, that's the best case scenario. Excellent job on your homework, Pond. And your employees are now listening, so... It's, <laughs> it's not as funny as Netflix and chill. Nah, try Netflix and cry <laughs> myself to sleep. That's the funniest thing I ever read in my life. So that was good homework. So everyone do your homework and please click the episode share. You just go in there, click the little square with the with the arrow pointing up on it, copy link and just paste that yeah. bad boy into a text message. And share the us. socials too. Don't socials, be scared to yep. share to the IG, the Facebook page, like, uh, leave a review on anything and everything. Instagram conversational humor, all one word, underscore W pun balrog. Yeah, Facebook, same thing, conversational humor with pun and ball rub. So I wanted to read a quick review, too, from my cousin via marriage, because this review was absolutely awesome. And this comes from my cousin, Sibar. And he sent me a screenshot, pun, of his top four on, like, his his uh, his overhead driving yep. thing of what yep. he's listening to. And he said, 
Dude, it's pretty good. Theo Vaughn didn't even make it in the screen anymore. Replaced. And it shows us in the four slot on a screen, which is, like, spectacular. It's amazing because Theo Vaughn, to me, is the funniest human walking this earth. So if you're going to listen to us, that's a a high compliment. And Subar is so funny, too. He's married into the family, so we're both, like, in-laws. We went to his house last year, and he had me laughing so hard. Him and his wife have a have a marker calendar in their kitchen, and I go up to Sabar and I'm like, "Oh, that's a pretty smart idea, marker calendar. You know, that keeps you because uh, because what do you ca- mean by marker calendar? It's like a calendar that you can change per month for what day is, you know, if Tuesday's the first or Wednesday's the first, you just change it every month, and then you can write in things that you have to do, like take gotcha. soccer gotcha. game this day. And I was like, "Man, that's good handwriting on there." He's like, "Yeah, my wife won't let me." She won't let me write anything in there because my handwriting's so bad. And I was like, is it really? I was like, he's an oncologist. Don't they notoriously have bad handwriting? Or is that pharmacist? That's pharmacist, pharmacist, probably yeah. doctors too, because they write the script. So I was like, show me, I'll, I'll go show me how your handwriting is. And he goes, he, he starts to look around for a marker. He's looking down, he's looking left, he's looking right. He goes, apparently my handwriting's so bad that she now is hiding the markers <laughs> from me. <laughs> he then, in that same party, there was, everyone brings desserts. It's like a potluck. And he's like, right. he's, he's like, what's in this dessert? And someone goes... Yeah, it's like a layer of cookie on the bottom, and then you go cream cheese. And while they're still describing, he's like, good enough. <laughs> Grabs one off it and just crams it. Yeah, I, I was dying, dude. 100% that's me. And you you know that he's a funny guy because we were talking comedy, stand-up comedy. I asked him who his favorite is. Who did he say? Dave Chappelle? Norm MacDonald. I was like, Norm oh, MacDonald is, you know. Legend. He's so underrated. People don't give him the credit. He, so he's underrated. Like, he's so good. So Pond has a buddy named Slimp. Got to give him a shout out. We love Slimp. Strongest dude we know. And Randall. Yep. Uh, Slimp and Randall have been just giving me crap about not mentioning them. So I I, I was trying to (laughs) dig deep and think of what's an appropriate Slimp story I can share with the masses. He was a bit of a firecracker in his heyday. So I had to think deep. But so one day I'm sitting home bored and I'm like, how can I entertain myself? And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna gaslight Slimp, and I'm gonna tell him the most ridiculous <laughs> thing I can think of, and somehow get a way to be- get him to believe it. So I, I text him and go, "Bro, you're not gonna believe this. They found Amelia Earhart's airplane in Chicago with her body." <laughs> and he goes, "I'm looking everywhere. I don't see nothing. What are you talking about?" So I, I put, if you remember, I put it on Facebook, but I blocked him from it, and I, I told everybody what's happening. And I go, you guys got to get him to believe this. So people are sending him in the group chat while I'm texting him. People are texting him, bro, did you hear about Amelia Earhart? <laughs> so to this day, he just now is finding out they didn't find Amelia Earhart downtown Chicago. Oh, poor Slim. <laughs> poor Slim. <laughs> when, people, when people are gullible, you have to say, hey, the word gullible is written on the ceiling and see if they look up. He's Listen, he... <laughs> He is so funny, man. We love you, Slim. We love you, buddy. I also thought when you were doing your Chick-fil-A homework, last night was my 11-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we went to... Actually, congratulations to Steph for putting up with you for 11 years. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We went to what what normal people would do for an 11-year anniversary. We went to B-dubs with our son. boy. And... Garlic parm? No, I always go the mild. Now, I'm getting too old for that. For, yeah, yeah. For that's, the a, that's an old stuff. man thing. Mild. <laughs> right. So right next to the B-Dubs in Dearborn on Michigan Avenue is a place called Dave's Hot Chicken. Okay. Pun, they share a wall. Like, how arrogant are you to share a wall with B-Dubs selling hot chicken? And I'm assuming B-Dubs was definitely there first because that hot chicken place just started yeah, coming B-Dubs around. B-Dubs been there for years. Yeah, it's And it of- made me think of our podcast. We are we're the Dave's Hot Chicken of podcasts. One hundred percent. Pretty decent. Yeah, like w- decent to what's good. Your, hey, what's your resume? <laughs> uh, you know. But we think we can mess with the B Dubs of podcasts. Yeah, well, you know what? B Dubs doesn't fight. Uh, doesn't show the UFC fights anymore. Ugh. So good for Dave's Hot Chicken. I'm rooting for you guys. <laughs> Put B Dubs out of business. Yeah, we need Dave's Hot Chicken. Not a sponsor. Nope, not a sponsor. So I thought last time we talked about fears. And I have a buddy, one of my best friends does this thing with ages. So we didn't talk about age because I didn't want to get all depressing, like getting too old, you know. Right. But there's, I have a fear of growing old. And what he does is he flips timelines on me. How so? So he'll say, if you think about how many years ago you were 21, which doesn't seem like that long ago, right? Mm-hmm. And then you flip that forward from your age now, you're 61 years old. And I'm like, stop it. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah, that's you, very terrifying. You can terrifying. do it with anything. He said, you realize your daughter is four times closer to being 21 than we are. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to be 21 in yeah. six years. Does he go to poker night? Because we don't want him there. <laughs> I don't want to feel old. You can do it with sports too. The Michigan Trey Burke team Yeah, loved the Michigan team with Trey Burke and, and Tim Hardaway Jr. Was that 16 or 15? It was 13. Oh my god! You flip that forward now and you're fi- I'm 51 years old. 
Yeah, and that I'm seems 48. like yesterday. Yeah, that's the does. scary part is that it seems like yesterday. Pistons going to work team. I flip it forward and I'm 04. 60. 04. Yeah. That's that's coming up on its 20 year anniversary. You know what's crazy is I I actually st- I feel I'm I'm looking forward to the later stages of my life. I feel better and better <laughs> at each year goes on. I feel like my back hurts more. I'm not, well, my back for sure hurts more. But no, I feel I'm kind of excited to see what 40 holds. I'm kind of <laughs> excited to see what 50 holds. Hey, 40 holds some good stuff. I'm 41. <laughs> Freaking 39 years old pun. We also can flip it forward on Russo and say the last time Notre Dame was brave enough to play Michigan in football. 1931. <laughs> they played us in 2019, and you can flip that forward, and we're only 45 years old. But the reason I mentioned it, Russo, is because we won 45 to 14. Dude. Oh, oh, my God. It wasn't you even one close. Pathetic it loser. Wasn't... <laughs> Remember, we were at his house. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was talking so much junk, and it wasn't even a game. Wasn't Vic there, Uncle Vic? Yeah, Vic was there, Mike Sr., oh, Rachel all the guys, was there. Yep. All the guys. Mm-hmm. And they were just, the Notre Dame crew had nothing to say to us. No, they're not going to say anything. Don't we play again in 2030s the next time we probably play? Probably the next time they're brave enough to play us is probably yeah, in the 50s. Terrified. It's going to be like on a space shuttle. Get Lou Holtz out of retirement. <laughs> Come up with a game plan. So getting into errors and omissions, Pun mentioned uh, teaching kids how to drive, and he mentioned they also don't see they don't see potholes. Bell Tire's still not a sponsor. They don't. <laughs> Shout out Bell Tire. Yeah, where you at, Haas? So Pun said not only don't they see potholes, they also don't see curbs. And I, Pun and I were walking outside just chit-chatting and laughing last Saturday about the episode, and I looked at Pun's tires on the side. They are like yeah, completely a brand wide. new truck too. The one my driver's side. Perfect. The, t- the white walls on the tires are perfect. The passenger side just destroyed them. Oh, it looks like my god! Like all the letters from Bridgestone are just like you can see a B <laughs> and then an N and then an E and it, that's it. It looks it like, like it looks like you're borrowing a work vehicle from like the Ford test track, and you're like, how long can tires last while driving down the curb the entire time? They're so bad. the The white walls are so bad that the the tread is still great on the tires, so I don't want to replace <laughs> them. But the white walls are so bad that I'm thinking about buying new tires just to get rid of the white walls. That's yeah, how bad you got to step your game up. That's so, embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> but the tires are still perfect. You know what you got to do? Just run out there with a little spray can. A little, paint them black? Just paint them black. They're going to be like, what's B-N-E tire? <laughs> go out there with a Sharpie and just color them in. Give your son some homework. Just go, hey, why don't you go color dad's tires? Hey, make these look good. Here's 10 bucks. I also had a story for... Uh, so Pond mentioned me being in Georgia and listening to the Golden Girls last week. And I, it was probably like a lot of people heard it and they were like, I don't understand the joke behind that. And the joke behind it was really funny because... <laughs> As I mentioned, I stay in my lane in Athens, but I was with younger guys, and we're at this bar, and the shot train starts, right? And I'm too old for the shot train. He's not too old. Well, I tried to get on the shot train. I made it past the engine. I didn't make it to the caboose. I no. had They no. brought three shots to the table in like 90 seconds. We're gonna How do, old do you think they were? Oh, they were young. The, the bartender was like, oh, we're giving you guys free shots. So we order, and then he brings them on top. He's like, oh, this one's a peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. We did two green teas, and I just knew to stay in my lane. I was like, I got to get out of here yeah, before yeah, Balrog comes yeah, out. It's about to come out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can't be doing this around coworkers. Hey, that's where you give the Irish goodbye. Apparently, I made the right decision because I was hammered in my hotel room. <laughs> Stephanie hated me. When I got home from Georgia and I was complaining about being hungover after she had taken in the ice storm on her own, and I look at my phone, and this is in my phone. <laughs> Apparently, I thought it'd be hilarious to turn it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> By yourself, hammered in a hotel room at midnight. I, I, hey, Pun, I'm always thinking about the podcast. Somehow I knew that this would make it on the podcast. It shows me turning the volume up to like 45 just to probably annoy the person what, in the room next and, to me. And what day of the week was this, by the way? It was a Thursday, this, Thursday this night. This is a Thursday night in a hotel where everyone has to be up early to in go to college, conferences. In a college town, oh, it, was, it, it was in Athens. Athens. No, you're right about that. Yeah. But it, it's still Thursday. Your obnoxious <laughs> neighbors hammered listening, listening? to Golden Girls. <laughs> so awesome. The last error in a mission I have is that Jif is the peanut butter, mm-hmm. not a sponsor. Nope. Jiffy's the muffin mix, yeah. not a sponsor. We don't really want Jiffy. <laughs> we also have Jiffy Lube, Jiffy not Lube. a sponsor. Mm-hmm. So we would love to have Jif peanut butter to sponsor. Right? I would love to have Jiffy Pun the baked goods. Terrified. Doesn't every single person in a cabinet somewhere have the blue and white box of Jiffy muffin mix <laughs> somewhere from yes. like... It's 118 and it's years old. By like yeah. seven years. Yeah. Everyone has that. <laughs> I, we're checking that on the way out of the house. That's going to be in next yeah. week's Arizona mission. It's like the bacon powder. Stephanie's, getting, Stephanie's getting homework. Renew and refresh our Jiffy muffin mix, but let's keep it in the cupboard for eight more years. Yep. So 
We watched, uh, the kids and I watched uh, The Sandlot, and they love it. They watch it twice since we watched it. And then I started into White Men Can't Jump with my daughter. But, man, I didn't realize. I must have used to watch it on television, taped or something, because that movie's vulgar. Yeah, yeah, it's not appropriate. And there's some, like, partial nudity scenes. Yeah. She, like, dove under a pillow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, close your eyes. Hey, speaking of Sandlot, I, it, my TikTok keeps showing me Sandlot 2. It, it, the the oh clips God. look good. Have you seen it? Uh, actually, my son's upstairs with his friend who's over. <laughs> I told you to move that Chick-fil-A bag. We can hear it now. <laughs> can you hear it? Still there, guys. Right. My son's upstairs, and, and uh, his buddy that's over said that he's watched uh, Sandlot, too, and said it was good. It's funny that it comes up on you, though, because my Facebook is just getting peppered with, like, George Washington stuff and Harpy Eagle stuff. <laughs> <laughs> They're always Your phone's listening. listening to you, for They're sure. They're always listening. So it snowed yesterday. There's snow outside. My next door neighbor, I, I, I was like, I have a rule. You know how you make Michigan's winters shorter? Oh. You, you don't shovel your snow after March 1st. Yeah, Andy does not believe in shoveling his snow. <laughs> no, I do. I'm definitely a snow shoveler. My wife shovels the snow too. But after March 1st, I'm like, God's got this. Yep. yep. But then when your next door neighbor's doing your sidewalk, you got to go out there and But I him. did notice. I didn't. His, his isn't done today. No, no, this side. Okay. So this next door neighbor too, his son owns the YouTube channel. I told you this before. Yes, yep. Keto Connect. What's up, Keto Connect? They have a million subscribers on YouTube. You share? They shared a video from you once, didn't they? I wish. No, they're they're. No, no, that was Stephanie's oh, cousin. That was their cousin. That's so right, Stephanie right. has two cousins that are social media famous: Evan Breen, yep, who's LA Turtle, hilarious. He had 1.8 million followers on Vine, and then her cousin on her other side of the family, Charlie. He is I'm Charlie on TikTok, and he's hilarious too. And he's got like 300,000 followers on TikTok or something like that. And Stephanie also knows the CEO of Bell Tire. I mean, she's she <laughs> in her third chair. And Dunham's. A G and Dunham's? <laughs> and Dunham's. Dude, I'm looking for a new gym bag. Yeah. Dunham's, where you at? Yeah, I definitely am the poorest person at parties that we go to. So last week we talked about fears. And I wanted, I, I asked Pawn, I said, I feel like we left a lot on the table. So we did. I, I asked, and I asked people to like bring in fears that they had. Actually, my daughter was listening to the podcast. She she was like, Dad, I don't listen to your podcast. I was like, You're the worst kid in the world. My daughter said she does have kids in class who who listen to it. Nice. So everybody at Roosevelt High School, turn this off and do your work. <laughs> do your homework. What are you doing? So we were driving home from uh, from sports the other night from volleyball, and she said. And I said, well, then you didn't hear me talking about you and driver's training. And she said, oh, put that on. And then we started and we, and she, we kept listening. And she's like, oh, I have a weird fear. It's where my shoes and socks are too tight and I can't separate my toes at all. Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> that's, I have, and I, was I like, have that too. So do I, for sure. I get claustrophobic because Absolutely. of my socks. Absolutely. That's she's, such a good one. She's like, now that I mentioned it, she starts taking her shoe off in the car. <laughs> Fixing her feet. I'm also, I didn't mention, terrified of jail. Oh, God. Every yeah. jail movie terrifies me. You know, I'm so scared of jail that when I see people get, I would, re- it, if if it was between life in prison or a death sentence, I'm taking death. I do death. not want to spend the rest of my life in a cage. Yeah. It's the it's the worst imaginable me. thing. And I think about all the jail activities, Pun, I wouldn't be good at any of them. No. The rape. Dropping soap. I would soap. suck at yeah. that. Yeah, me too. Dropping soap. Basketball. When I play basketball, I try not to foul. I'm pretty sure those are violent basketball games. I would, I would be good at the violent basketball part. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Weightlifting, I, I work out, but I'm not work, I'm not lifting as many weights as these guys. I wouldn't even know people were trying to intimidate me because I'm so nice. But like, give me your meal, and I'd be like, well, if you're hungry, go ahead, get yourself a scoop. We need to, we need to fix the jail systems in America. It's crazy yep. when you hear like normal people talk and they're like, that guy's gonna get his in jail. I'm like, so you're pro sodomy, huh? Yeah, 100. <laughs> percent well, there's, Crazy. There's no rehabilitation side to it. It's just straight up putting people in cages which some people do need to be that's not a mistake there's bad people in this world sure but the majority of people make mistakes and and can be rehabilitated i agree with you alex mccavanaugh or whatever the lawyer oh we're not going to go down that rabbit hole but that guy seems like the worst human on earth is it because of the red hair do you you, (laughs) listen i'm being honest because when i look at his son buster by the way anybody who names their kid buster for sure kills their family (laughs) yeah for sure for sure family if you're if you're a ginger named buster yeah don't come around you're on a list yeah that guy is it just looks like a creep. And I don't know if it's because of the red hair. And maybe I have this like bias that I don't know about about gingers. But the guy <laughs> creeps me out. Daywalkers. <laughs> Stole that from South Park. So my uncle's a pilot, Gar. He works at JetBlue. And I flew. He his was name's a, Gar? His name's Garlin. That's a, a family name. That's a man's man's Gar. name. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's he, he's he's the uncle I'm the closest does to. Does he smoke Marlboro We're, we're a couple degenerate gamblers together. He does not. <laughs> okay. Pretty straight edge. He's a pilot, fly for JetBlue. Didn't always fly for JetBlue. He flew. He used to fly. So the first time I ever flew, I was in a plane with him, two-seater, mm. doing like Baltimore traffic or something. So he's like calling in the traffic. Like before 
this is like old. This is this is probably twenty five years ago. Dang, that's cool. So he's just like, there's a backup at the tunnel for about twenty minutes, and I went up there with him, and and we're doing all these Top Gun things, and I thought this is awesome. I am Maverick, and he called me out when I said I wasn't scared to fly because like fifteen minutes later, I was like, I'm not Maverick. <laughs> Dude, I was so I didn't. He looked at me and he goes, "You throw up my plane, you're a dead man." That's that's freaking awesome. Um, I was green until we landed. I'm I'm serious. I rolled out of the airplane, face down on the cement, and was like kissing the ground. Do you think it was because it was like a small little two seater? Do you think you know it's kind of like being in a little little dinghy on the water compared to a big boat? Plus, we were doing the thing where he like went down and we're watching a pen like float off our knees. He probably intentionally wanted you to get a little (laughs) sick. He's probably like, let me do some things. I don't think anybody wants you to puke in a two seater. So he called me out on that. He's like, but I'm not scared to fly in the big commercial stuff anymore. So a couple fears that we missed: the fear of long words. By the way, hippopotamonstrosequid. Bibliophobia, thirty-six letters, which is fantastic because I love the fact that whoever created that and coined that word <laughs> had a sense of humor, and they were like, "Oh, you got to fear For a lot sure. words." Here For you sure. go. And I completely missed because it's so hard when you're on microphones to hear everything the other person says because you're always thinking ahead. I completely <laughs> missed you saying, "Yeah, I have that." Have you heard my ad reads? <laughs> <laughs> so good. So there's a fear of vomiting called emetophobia. We were emetophobia. My wife gets car sick, like. My kids get car sick too, but my wife, we're driving home from Virginia one year. My sister lives out in that area. We're driving home through Pennsylvania in the in the mountains and it's all windy. And my wife she starts just like and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And she just fun. She grabs a CVS bag. There's no shoulder because we're in the mountains. She just grabs a CVS bag and starts yakking into it. Oh my, she got that shit. And I'm driving, dude. I had to roll down the window and I'm just like sucking air out the window. Oh. I was like, if I start throwing throwing up while driving through a mountain pass you just have we're a battle all pukes we're <laughs> all dead we stopped at the next rest stop we're going like 20 miles with this tied up bag in the car it was horrifying the last time i did grow out of uh, getting car sick but the last time i got car sick was we were headed down with the family to gatlinburg and i had to stop driving i couldn't drive i don't i don't know what it oh. just it came out of nowhere it just hit me and i was sick and queasy to my stomach but i didn't throw up but so bad i was bored you remember being little i was terrified to puke when i was little me too oh my god terrified i don't really get sick anymore no then in your 20s or your late teens yeah, you realize learn. if i if i throw up i can get this over <laughs> yeah, with and go puke to bed quicker <laughs> fear of choking is one of them that's a that's a good fear yeah it's a pretty good fear I, I was never scared of i mean it is scary to choke but when we were growing up my, my brother choked twice my dad saved his life two times you know those also those ads do they come up on your tiktok for the uh the save the choking device. You ever see those? Uh, no. That's is every day I see this ad. But there's an at home choking device for your Oof. kids. Yeah. So my brother he choked on a dum dum sucker while my dad's oh, driving no. our Astro van. He slams it into park, jumps into the bed. Luckily that you could get into the back seat pretty easily back then. Mm-hmm. And he just heimlicks my brother in the car. Do you ever think like how did humans survive pre technology? Like it's unbelievable. We used to just be so reckless. So another time, my brother starts choking on pizza cheese. We're in the kitchen, and we're like, Jim's choking. My, my sister starts pounding on his back. It's pretty terrifying seeing your sibling choke. Very. My dad comes and gives him the Heimlich maneuver, saves his life from the kitchen. So my dad's like hero status he, for us. Twice right? like he's my, saving lives? For sure. My son started to choke on some of the pills he takes one time, and I just screamed for my dad to come over, and he didn't have to because he just passed the pills. Twice he saved his life, but I'm like, I'm like my dad is a life-saving Heimlich yeah. guy. Yeah. You know why I'm scared of choking, though? Why? Because that second story, my dad was in the shower, actually, when we were screaming for him to help my brother. So he came out of the shower. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> my dad came out of the shower, which was off the bathroom back then. I'm sorry, off the kitchen. Wraps a towel around him, saves my brother's life. And by the time it's done and my brother releases from my father, right. my dad's just standing there nude as the day he was born. <laughs> <laughs> this is back when nude men were men. the day okay. he was born in the kitchen in front of the whole family. And I thought, man, if I choke ever, I'm going to get pummeled by my naked dad. <laughs> is there anything more manly than being a dad who's naked in front of your entire family? That's the most manly thing you can possibly I must have, have I must have repressed everything because I only remember him from like the belly button up. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You're not looking down. <laughs> Let's not make this creepy, all right? Dad's right? saving lives. There's a fear of buttons. Kuma punaphobia, I think. Kuna pumaphobia. Kum kum pound phobia. I'm gonna stop trying to yeah, pronounce yeah, these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were at my buddy Chad's bachelor party, and he must have had a fear of buttons because he walked. <laughs> <laughs> my co- my cousin. We we decided we were shout out st- Chad. <laughs> we decided we we're wearing stupid shirts that night. Patrick's wearing a camouflage cat shirt, so every single inch is taken up by a cat. <laughs> 
Chad's wearing a tuxedo t-shirt and I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And Chad comes up to me at the bachelor party at one point, just grabs both sides of my shirt and just boom, pops them apart. Buttons are flying everywhere. Next thing you know, I got the little knot in the bottom of my oh, shirt no. to knock the, it. The summertime the girl, the Daisy Duke knot. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I had yeah. the Daisy Duke knot. What a dream boat. I looked good. Daisy Duke <laughs> looked way better. There is, by the way, your phobia of the depths. My, Cause my daughter said too, she's like, I'm scared of caves and tunnels. And I was it's like, I was like, pun says that later in the episode. Mm-hmm. That's actually a thing. It's called bathophobia. And it's, I, I mean, I love a good bath. She's, <laughs> Ooh, I hate baths. Sitting do you? In, sitting in a pool of your oh, own oh, yeah. filth. On paper, it's the worst possible <laughs> thing you disgusting. can do. But after the gym, a hot Epsom salt bath. Oh, it's, Ugh. I don't ever want to picture you naked in an Epsom salt bath again. <laughs> you Did should you join start? me one time. <laughs> so she said if you're oh, in a... Edit that. <laughs> edit that. <laughs> Before people actually believe That's that. That's becoming a, a lot of people's favorite things is when you say edit it out, and I don't edit and it you out. Don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... She said if she's in a cave that she can't turn backwards in. Mm, and I was 100% like, yeah, I'm with her. It. That's yep. it. So did you ever see Kill Bill 2, by the way? Kill, the Kill Bill series? Tarant- uh, Quentin Tarantino? I don't know if I've seen two. I've for sure seen one. And if I had, it's been a long time. In so two, you have she to refresh gets, me. She gets buried alive. Oh, no. And I'm like, I it's tough to even watch. Mm-mm. Can you even fathom? No. You know, along those same lines, you ever see the movie? It used to happen. Yeah. Um, you ever see the movie where they put him under, but it doesn't actually work, and he oh can't move? God. That's also a fear of mine. Oh, my God. Like, the anesthesi- uh, an anesthesiologist doesn't do his job correctly. That's right. And you're just like, you can't move, but you're still <laughs> conscious. So, when I said the fear of adolescence last week, that made me may- maybe made me sound like a little bit of a weenie. It wasn't, a weenie. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't the fear of adolescence that I have, but it's the fear of them thinking I'm super old. Because I remember being that young and being like, dude, these old people need to get out of here. Same. I don't want to be that guy. Like we kind of yeah. said, I, I don't like, I don't want to be old. Or that uncle who thinks he's the man and everybody's like, he's so <laughs> I don't ever want to be uncle. I don't want to be Uncle Rico. <laughs> See those mountains over there? I bet you could throw this football over those mountains. Here's a weird one is uh, papaphobia. It's the fear of the Pope. <laughs> How weird! But I mean, when you look at the full costume or the full yeah. the full garments and the huge hat, the massive cross, it's kind of scary <laughs> on the surface, right? Uh, another one that's strange. You see the white smoke when they announce a new pope, and you're just terrified. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Scary, <laughs> scary stuff. Uh, Sin genesophobia oh. is is the fear of relatives. <laughs> which, if you've been to a family reunion, you right. can oh, yeah. you understand this. Good one. old family reunion fist fight. Yeah. So those were the two that I thought were the. Uh, I I understand the fear of relatives one, but the fear of Pope one, I didn't know that that was an actual thing. If you have a fear of relatives, you cannot be in my mom's side of the family. So my mom's the oldest of 12, Mm -hmm. and her first cousins have 16. Between the two families, there's like, maybe I mentioned this already, there's like 120 grandkids. Have you guys, do you guys ever do organized family We used to, but we grew out of everything. We had to have them in like church halls and stuff. It's it's outrageously big family. So other common fears I saw were fear of doctors, pretty normal. Um, do, is every man inherently have that phobia, scared, fear of doctors? Cause we just don't go. <laughs> right. That's right. Actually, I saw the nurse at the Mount Carmel festival one year that, that used to be the nurse where I used to go in Dr. Dave's office in Wyandotte. And she's like, are you Andy Baylog? And I was like, I am. She, and she was like, you. I remember you. And I was like, God, I hate your guts. <laughs> Cause you're you. the person that always had to hold me down when they stuck a shot in my leg. Oh, man. And she laughed. I was like, no, this isn't funny. When um, I hope oh, she's listening. It's been a, it's been a long time since I've got a shot for anything, but they they still momentarily scare you a little bit, right? Be yeah. right before. Oh no, actually, I just had one when I had my blood work drawn um last year. I don't like to look. So yeah, I like it Much doesn't deep. hurt more than like a half a second, but there's just as it's about to end, you're like, um, is this gonna hurt or not? I had to get blood work done, and the lady put it in. She's like, I'm gonna do it over here because it's probably better, and nothing is coming out, and she's like wiggling the needle in a circle and i was like oh my it was god hurting. i was like can you stop and just put it somewhere else it's like oh yeah no problem like, I, I, I hate you i purposely went after i went to the gym so my veins because i had they took i'm not kidding you they probably took six vials of blood i asked for them to take it to check uh vitamins and minerals and stuff but uh oh god, they, this is so boring they again. literally <laughs> took like six vials Oof. it was so much Ugh. it was so much yeah that i i don't give blood anymore because i almost passed out i i got like really really sick that's a stupid story no one wants to really hear about that but it's yeah, boring it <laughs> no you gotta say like oh my god this boring is so god. boring <laughs> get me out of here one of the fears there's only a couple more since we did fears last week but the fear of opinions or what people think of you 
a lot of people have this pun and they need to get, get over, over it. it. Yeah, man, yeah. just be you. I uh, nothing I, is nothing's better than confidence. Yeah, a hundred percent. But everybody does slightly yeah. care what people think. I yeah. mean, you don't want to be girls that we are married to and date. They don't dress up for us when we go out. They dress yeah, up no. for the other girls. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Women have always done that. Um, yeah, no, that's something you got to get over. If you care too much what people think, but you also don't want to not care too much because then you kind of just become <laughs> a bit of a scumbag. Guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you just start looking like Adam Sandler every time you go out. Yeah. The last one I have on here, actually, my wife has one. She has a fear of ants, which is funny. She's like the thought of hmm. ants crawling on your body. You know, ants make me think of summertime when you used to lay in the grass and they crawl on you. You know, <laughs> you know it, they didn't. I don't like laying in grass. It makes me itch. It does now, but when I was nine, ten, right, it's like right, you play right, baseball right. all day, then you just lay with your boys in the grass and you're just hanging out. <laughs> it was like Sand the best stuff. Yeah, I can't even walk in grass barefooted. Like it drives me crazy. I used to. I don't think I wore shoes before I was twelve. Yeah. Those were the best. I always joke with my kids and say, man, last day of school, I don't think I put a shirt or socks on for like three straight months. Did you guys do shaving cream the last day of elementary school? Well, we went to Catholic school, so they cracked down on it pretty hard. But yeah, it made it in there sometimes, but not not quite as bad. Yeah. I remember coming home and my mom wanted to be, because I was covered head to toe, and my mom was pretending to be mad. But you could see (laughs) she was starting to break a little bit because it was so, like, just my eyeballs were showing. (laughs) Just my eyeballs were showing. You look like uh, Charlie Brown in the in the Great Pumpkin one where yeah. he's wearing the ghost. Like the, Mich- the Michelin the Man. The Michelin Man. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Bell Tire should be, though. Last one I have on here is fear of getting rid of things. That's a fascinating one. I don't. I'm a minimalist. I don't Are like you? things. That's good. No. So when you watch those like hoarding shows or I, whatever. I don't watch oh, them. It like, makes your skin crawl. Mm-mm. You see hoarders sometimes like in cars and stuff, and you're like, I wonder what their house looks I, like. I really do make an effort in this world to not judge people, but hoarders and people whose cars are disgusting, <laughs> I, I just, I cannot help it. I judge you. Oh, my God. I just think, like... Oh. First time I ever went out with my wife, she noticed that I had a really dusty dashboard, and I was like, oh, I got to keep on top of this. That makes me insecure. Dude. Dusty dashboards. <laughs> it makes me insecure. <laughs> Let me tell you, when I clean out her car, I clean out both of our cars once a year, <laughs> the amount of goldfish and Skittles I pick up off the ground, I'm like, oh, I can't believe you judged me 11, 12 years ago <laughs> before... She's not going to like that part of the podcast. No, but I think that's a like that's a woman thing for sure. So the last one I have, and I'm going to make fun, or the last one on that I have is I'm going to make fun and see if my brother and sister are in law are listening. Is that my brother? We was talking about this one time with him at poker, and he was like, "Oh, my wife, if you go in the other room, has a dining room chair that has three legs on it, and it's just sitting in the other room, <laughs> and that thing's going to be sitting in the other room until we die." <laughs> just toss it. He's like, "Am I going to fix it? I don't know." Nope. I put um, I put a dining room table out uh, Thursday on my front yard, and I only had one chair out, one chair, and a lady in a minivan <laughs> popped up, and I was like, "Well, just give me a sec. I'm bringing the rest of it out. I got a full table for you." And she's like, "Oh, you caught me in my raccoon stage. I'm just <laughs> riding around. I re- rehab uh, furniture. One chair, <laughs> my made raccoon stage. Oh, she's she's picking. She's just picking. <laughs> yeah, I'm one chair was out there, and she's already like, and just pops up. Oh my god! How did you know? Oh my god! All right, so we left you guys last time saying that we were going to talk about unique pub crawls today. And the reason that came up, I don't know the reason it came up. I think we started talking about spring training. We won't have time to get to the spring training stuff today. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, did it come up because of St. Paddy's Day maybe? or I don't remember. Probably. What, I don't remember why you brought it up. But. So there's some popular ones around town here. Like there's a SantaCon one. So basically I thought that one of the reasons I did it is because I wanted to find some more cool ones. What if we have the same one? <laughs> <laughs> I thought of one that I think is pretty good. I thought of a couple. I was, I was running them by Stephanie last night at B-Dubs. Should we wait? Should we talk about the goat first, or are we going to talk about yours? What's the goat? The greatest pub crawl of all time. Oh, we'll get to that. Okay. I just wanted to get these couple out of the way okay. because these ones are like popular around here. Is like SantaCon? Did you or uh, is that what it's called? Where everyone dresses up like Santa Claus? Mm-mm. No. And the other one I saw before is like the golf one where you keep score by how much you drink, but then you, you can't get that wasted. Yeah. Like no. you're not going to make it. Like that yeah 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 so yeah there there's almost no you like it's really hard because everything's been done i do have to give a shout out though for the dress up ones a good friend of mine her husband went <laughs> i i heard a couple years ago some dude did you hear about this at comerica park for a tigers game guys got kicked out of the park because they dressed up like everyone grew mustaches oh no and dressed up like tom Selleck that's magnum fantastic P. I, why'd they get kicked out on that's commitment you know it takes it takes like a month to grow a decent stash 
these guys were committed. Do they I, have the flamingo shirts? But, everybody. Uh, like the sweet Picture, glasses? You got to Google it after. It's phenomenal. That's they got great. kicked out because when you grow a mustache and put on a Hawaiian shirt, you act like a maniac at the Comerica yeah. Park. Yeah. Good they, for you, boys. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm so jealous. I want to be a part of that so bad. Mm-hmm. I was like, those guys are legit. I've also seen one that's a Snuggies pub crawl. That was that was kind of fun. I'd do that. <laughs> I, listen, I love the uh, the dress up ones. So tell them what the greatest pub crawl of all time is. You introduced me to it. It is nine innings, nine pubs, and there's no. I Phenomenal. listen. I have sat for all week trying to develop a cooler pub crawl than that, and there's just just it's just so yeah. efficient. It's so simple. It's so good. It's so good. It's the best one. Yeah, so spoiler alert, we didn't come up with anything as good as Nine Innings, Nine There bars. is nothing. I challenge any listener out there, just send a message, put Try. it on anywhere. If you can come up with something better than Nine Innings, Nine Pubs, then... So the way it works is you go to a home game, during a home game of whatever baseball team is in your city, yep. you start at bar number one, and every end of every inning, you have to run to the next bar. There's a right. bar list. And you have to finish your drink. And you got to finish your drink. And it turns into absolute mayhem that is just so fun. Yeah, the first, in, the first inning, you're like, dude, this is taking so long. I've already killed my beer. There's still half an inning left to go. And then by second, third, it's shots. Yeah. You have two beers at one place. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, the shot train, train yeah. starts. It's fifth inning, and you're already like, oh, yeah. man, I don't know if I'm going to make this. And then occasionally, it's a little bit longer walk to the next bar, and you end up with like, you, you get there, and you're you're like top of the third Man, you already two running out. To, <laughs> we were jogging. We're like, oh yeah, we work out. What about, what about like a one, two, and then you get like a one, two, three inning that's like oh, yeah. three minutes long. You pound your beer, go to the next one. It is an absolute the best pub crawl you can possibly it's do. It's so good. Yeah. If you walk in and you're just slightly late, say you're talking to somebody and you walk in five minutes late, it's already the end of the inning. You have to order a drink, slam it, and go catch the and next go. one. Because you gotta drink something at each bar. So what I'm gonna do, we're gonna revive that one and we're gonna do like everyone who listens comes with us on this pub crawl. I'm, so I wanna good. make it like the next jobby nooner downtown. Town. like i want it to be like a huge thing whoever who created that so, my cousin rachel saw someone doing it in wrigleyville in chicago shout out the cubs shout out to cubs shout out to cuz rachel because she brought us the greatest pub crawl ever it's so the first time i ever did it was for my 30th birthday party downtown detroit she and my little sister they lived together in chicago for a while and they're like best friends they showed up with homemade t-shirts That's homemade good. t-shirts that were so brilliant. What they did was they put the bar list of where you're going. Because that's one of the problems. Is everyone's like, where's the next one? Yep, where's the next gotta one? you got to print out a list. Yep. Make a shirt and all the bar order is upside down on the shirt. So all you have to do is pull the shirt out and, and read it read upside it. down. That's so good. Phenomenal, dude. That's so good. They get the uh, intellectual property on that one. Yeah. And what we're going to do, hopefully the podcast is a little bigger then. We're gonna, I, I'm going to get us paid by If you want your bar on 989 Bars Detroit, it's, you got to pay us to get your bar on these t-shirts. Did we end? Where did we end? Punchbowl Social? Because I yeah, think Punchbowl I thought that the idea yeah. was so we could karaoke. Wherever we the, ended. The original one ended at the old Shillelagh. Oh, it's, I don't but we did end up at Punchbowl Social the one yeah, time. Yeah. So fun. So yeah, nine innings is so. It's good. the most fun you can. Oh, that's have. the night I woke up. Uh, the, <laughs> so the next morning, I wake up after nine innings. Uh, I had twenty nine. This is back when food prices weren't crazy. I had twenty nine dollars worth of uneaten Burger King in my passenger seat. I had two whoppers, two chicken sandwiches, a large fry, who like probably an Oreo pie. Oh. I'm like whatever I was thinking. I just pulled in like give me everything, <laughs> give me it all, give me everything you have ready right now. And then I didn't even eat it. I just gave up on life when oh. I got home. Like I was just going to bed. One morning I woke up. Yeah, <laughs> I need to go to bed and not eat this. One morning, so guys always go out for like if you have an early tea time for golf and you have a bender the night before. When you're a little bit younger, one 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 morning, like on a Saturday, we went to go golfing. My buddy Todd, we get into his car. In the passenger seat of his car is a Big Buford, <laughs> a Big Buford sandwich, and he just grabbed a Big Buford in the morning, hung over, takes a bite and out of it. Car all night. Do you remember Carrie who came with me that yes. night? So funny story about nine innings. I helped her break into her house and pushed her through a window because she couldn't find her <laughs> keys. The next morning, she texted me. They were in my pocket the whole the time. The whole time. I just lifted her up through a window. Yeah. And she had her keys the <laughs> whole time. The great thing about nine innings, nine bars is, so that's what I wanted to kind of run through is what makes a pub crawl great. Because I was reading it. I Googled it and they were like, what makes a pub crawl great is a great atmosphere and you got to make sure to eat and i was like we, we don't do know any joanne stuff. yeah come we on dude. so what makes that one great is that first of all it sounds easier than it is yeah it is oh yeah it is tough to drink nine drinks 
And it doesn't sound like a lot. Not, so minimum, no, I, I thought it was dumb when you invited yeah, me. I was like, nine yeah, drinks? Nine drinks over like a two and a half, oh, three hour span? Super. No problem. Yeah, right. Try it's not it. as easy. Come with us this year when we do when we do the conversational humor, nine innings, nine bars, pub crawl. Yeah. And, and you will think differently. Because you got to think after two beers and you're out with your buddies, like people are buying shots. It's not yeah. just nine. What? <laughs> okay. My cousin Mike is a party starter and he started buying shots at the first bar on my yeah. 30th birthday. I was like, well, <laughs> we're going to be in big, big trouble. Yeah, it's 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 a good one. So good what one. I when I when I started to try to think of one and started a workshop one, I said, okay, what makes nine innings nine bars great? One of them is the quantity of bars you go to, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. nine's nine's a pretty good number. Very good number. Like if you just plan a pub crawl, you're never getting to the last few, but it like and it also forces you to get through all of them. Yeah, yep. Yeah. The time crunch in between makes it so exciting when you're in between bars. You're like you said, we're like running. We were across. running, jogging. <laughs> like, like we were almost getting hit by cars yeah. on Woodward Avenue. We were leaving people behind. Like, so you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep up or you're getting kept out. Oh, look at these losers walking in late. And the and the unpredictability of how long an inning is makes it phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. So the, like when I started to workshop mine, and I don't want to be the only one talking here, but I started to think, okay. We went one through nine. How about we do something with with letters? But then I was like, well, there's 26 letters in the alphabet. That wouldn't work. My wife thought maybe you can do vowel bars. And and if you guys are having enough fun, you do. And sometimes you guys were thinking way more outside the box than I was. Way more outside the box. Yeah, that's good. But that's not what I landed on. Where where did you start? Um, I definitely stole some things from nine innings. Um, (laughs) I I stole so good. Yeah, yeah. I stole the. uh, I did a two drink maximum. Um, I did so once the first person finishes their second drink. Everyone has to down and go yeah. because I, di- I didn't know how many bars totally. But my so I love the costume and the themed ones. Also, we Maybe should that is fun if people all do it. So my idea is I did a holiday themed full costume pub crawl, and the idea <laughs> is no crawler can uh, have no two people can have the same holiday unless it's husband and wife, right? So nice. my vision is like you're si- so imagine sitting in a bar, you see Santa Claus come walking in, and then somebody from Thanksgiving, a pilgrim, right? <laughs> pilgrim wanders in. We got Halloween. So here, Sean walks in wearing a toga and a cupid arrow. Well, I wanted to get, I wanted to make sure because you got some cheapskates who might show up in like a Christmas shirt. No, no, no. Yeah. We got requirements for the full costume. <laughs> nice, okay? I like it. So. Um, here are the holidays we're including: Christmas, Easter, Halloween, Thanksgiving, President's Day, Fourth <laughs> Flag Day, Fourth of July, New Year's Eve, MLK Day. If we have black pub, uh, pub crawlers, no blackface. Um, we got what do we got? Memorial Day, active or former military only. Don't no stolen valor creeps. There you go. Valentine's Day and St. Patty's stolen Day. Stolen valor. Yeah, Valentine's and St. Patty's. Yes, yeah, yeah. So here, Sean has got to come as Cupid dressed in a toga. All right, so let's we'll get into the costumes. So Russo uh, can come as a little leprechaun. This is a minimum <laughs> of nine crawlers, maximum of twenty-two. Right, keep it small and efficient. No more than two drinks in any bar. We already talked about that. Um, one pub selection per holiday. Nice. Okay. And the third bar must be a karaoke bar where, as a group, all the nice. holidays sing together. Wait, which number bar? Third. Okay. Because that way everybody's sauced up because you got some people there who are a little go. intimidated. I thought, I thought ending at a karaoke bar. Um, acceptable costumes. Christmas, Santa, Mrs. Claus, Reindeer Elf. <laughs> <laughs> Two, Easter. Easter Bunny, a marshmallow, or a full costume <laughs> rabbit who's passing out jelly beans. Easter Bunny marshmallows. Okay, Halloween, you can be Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers, or Chucky. There you go. Thanksgiving, you can be a, a pilgrim, turkey, or Native American if you're 75% or more. <laughs> 75% requirement. President's Day is going to have a little Halloween mixed in because you can either be Abe Lincoln or JFK. Right. And if you're JFK, Ugh. you need a little too soon <laughs> too soon <laughs> new year's eve i just wrote figure this out you're a grown-up just make sure nobody questions what you are <laughs> seven uh mlk day so you got to come as dr king and dr. you king. better give a speech on the karaoke plane. <laughs> um oh my god <laughs> yeah so eight is uh memorial day Anything that will make it clear what holiday you are. So you can figure the Memorial Day out. We'll discuss that. Uh, number nine's Valentine's Day. Obviously, you're Cupid, bro. If, <laughs> if it's couples, you yeah. can be Cupid, a heart, and or a chocolate bar. Nice. Um, ten is St. Paddy's Day. Leprechaun giving out gold chocolate coins only. Oh, yeah. Or Russo as the Fighting Irish mascot. <laughs> and then the last one is Fourth of July, and I just wrote... 
you got to come as an eagle or as America as you can get. I want you to dress like you were invited to dinner at the Kremlin. <laughs> Putin, better not question where you're from. Or watch the Will Ferrell skit where he's got the short shorts and American flag and the cutoff t-shirt. That's on. perfect. Perfect. Yep. So I think the key to a costume is it has to be head to toe. Head to toe. Like you said, no t-shirts. No t-shirt. It's got to be full costume because I love just, it that it mixes all the holidays. All the ho- imagine I just sitting it. there with your wife. You're well like, well done, go pun. Out, let's go out for a little burger and then a pilgrim, <laughs> Martin Luther King, <laughs> Santa Claus. But they walk in one at a time and you're like, hey, it looks like someone's doing a St. Patrick's Day pub crawl. Yep. Why is that guy dressed like a cupid? So, so the I stole the uh the, the two drink minimum thing from nine innings, nine uh nine pubs, nine innings. So yeah, that's what I thought. I thought the holiday event would be cool. Love it. I love it. That was a great one. So we're gonna try that one too, for sure. For sure. I'm I was already trying to workshop costume ideas in my head while you were talking about oh, it. Oh, I made a flyer for that too. I'll, well, I'll put that on Facebook. <laughs> That'll be on the book. That'll be on the book. So what I thought, what I when I went into it, I started Googling stuff, and there's just nothing good. I'm going to read you some things. I went to a rabbit hole on comments section of like the dorkiest comments I've ever heard on pub crawls in my life because they're awesome. And we didn't we didn't mention uh, the reason we talked about nine innings, nine pubs is because that's there's nothing else that can compete. And nothing. we were well aware it's of that. Goat. It's, it's the, the goat. It's the goat. Yeah. So when I started into it, like I said, I thought, okay, numbers or letters. But when, when I was talking to Stephanie about it last night, the thing that makes it so good is not only do you have to get to each bar, but it's the time in between it, and it's the it's the unpredictability of how long an inning is. Yeah, the sense of rush is 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 a really cool. It's factor really cool. It. Yep, and agreed. and it's also like a competition, not against each other, but to make it to the end, right? Like you, it's like. Yeah, you're competing against yourself. Like, yeah, you got to be a man yourself. and get through this. So what I thought is, I want something that has a lot of pubs, not too many pubs, a lot of pubs. I want something that's time sensitive and I want something that makes you feel like competitive and makes you want to run. So what I came up with was a couple's relay race. Oh, I love it. Relay race. Talk so what it would be, what it would be is you have like, for example, couples have to have, so it's a three drink minimum per bar, but it's per couple, Ooh. per couple. Oh, per couple. Okay. So you can, so there's a little bit of strategy behind it of who's drinking so one, early. who's drinking two, or maybe the wife says to the guy, you're taking all three this bar. <laughs> yeah, early on, Andy's carrying the weight. By the end, right. Stephanie's drinking three wines. Hundred <laughs> percent. Stephanie's walking around the bar with a bottle of wine in her hand, drinking right out of it. Maybe we'd have to down that. Depending on how many bars, you might have to have two drinks. No, I want I want there to be an element of oh man, this may turn chaotic. I liked it because I wanted an odd number because then you have to strategize of who gets the extra one. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it puts that extra element in there. The other thing I thought of was how many bars to do. So that would kind of be, I'm not sure yet how many bars to do, but I would stick with probably nine because nine's a fun number. Nine right? is a good number. And then I thought, but how do we know when to leave the bar? But it's basically, that's why I said it's a relay race. So if you guys finish your three drinks, you go. Yeah, you go. And I say maybe you have the shirt, the t-shirt idea with three check. Yeah. Which, uh, well, I guess you, and you can to, check the box. You have on to the check t-shirt. the box for yeah. this bar. Yeah, which is awesome because then it's like a race. You're racing other people. And yep. you think, oh, you're just going to slam it and go. But as you know from 9 innings, 9 bars, it becomes impossible. Oh, yeah. The the front runner is going to be far out ahead of the pack. And by the sixth pub, they're going to be sleeping in an alley. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you want to stick with your friends a little bit. So you're yep. like, I mean, it'll probably be competitive the first couple. But then you're like, well, I'm going to wait for the Because she mentioned that. She's like, the problem is, is that people will be separated. But nine innings, nine bars, people end up separated because you, yeah, some no people what. can't slam their drinks. That's yeah. what makes it fun. You're like, oh, shoot, we forgot we left you behind. And they come in. And you, it, it's just Yeah, you bump into people at five guys at three o'clock right. in the morning. You're like, oh, my God, I forgot you were out tonight. <laughs> right. So, so you'd have to wear like the same color shirts or something to know that you are a couple together. And, yeah, we keep track with check marks on shirts. Yep. And it's a relay race from one to nine of who can finish it first. If you're doing three drinks, I would say six bars. Or yeah, five maybe. pubs. Well, well, you know what? We're going to start it with nine. We're going to start it with, okay. <laughs> and we're going to okay. see how it goes. All right. Tw- I, I like that's it. that's still 27 drinks between two people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that might yeah. be a little bit high. Not really, though. Not I, really, though. Because nine in is nine bars. We told you that we did one drink per bar. Lie. Yeah. You end up doing several. You do several. That's the right. problem. Because you kind of, you're like, I'm not going to sit here with an empty beer. We've only got two out in the bottom of the eighth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's so, exactly. Yeah, I want to do. I want to do the couples relay race, and I think it would be an absolute. That's a great blast. idea. 
Yeah. Absolute blast. Uh, so while you're talking about the couples, I don't know if I made that clear. No no two people in my pub crawl can be the same holiday unless it's a spouse, right? You bring somebody with you. You can be Mr. and Mrs. Claus. You can be Santa right. and Mrs. Claus. So what, you can be two for a holiday as long as you're a couple. But what happens if you have more than 12 oh, couples? You just don't invite more than 12 people. <laughs> you go, hey, listen, you didn't make the very, cut. Very. I like you. You listened to three episodes. You're not in. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just didn't make the cut. I don't know what to tell you. Very exclusive list. <laughs> like, you know, exclusion is what makes clubs, yeah. dance clubs the best when you're young. Exclusion from this pub but crawl. yours... Drives up ratings. Yours could be uh, unlimited. I, like, I'm already picturing... You ever see those midnight runs with everybody? Yeah. That's what I picture your couple's relay race. Look like, we could invite everyone. It's going to be awesome. Because So she mentioned the leaving people behind. I thought, yeah, that could be a problem. But like you said, say you're out in front of the pack with your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to be like... This kind of sucks. Let's wait for people, you know? And, like, it's just going to be, like, stragglers. It's going to be awesome. If we're doing this with the name of the podcast attached, you have to leave your keys with us right. in the beginning. You're Ubering home or you're not coming. So, Period. <laughs> for sure. No driving. Yeah, you're not going to kill Uber. anybody in our name. So when she mentioned that, though, my brain's always working. I, mean, I got to give myself credit. But no, I'm just <laughs> so she's like, you can leave people behind. I thought, okay, that's a good point. So then what I thought is I could do, like, a rant you have to do like nobody else knows but you do a random number generator on your phone and like say it comes up with like like it would have to be like 15 to, to 35 or something like that okay you set your everybody is in charge at one bar so like nine couples or something you set a timer that no one else knows and when you hear that go off everyone's got to scoot to the next bar you have to down your drink though and scoot, right because right? it's yeah. like the unpredictability of 99 bars made it awesome of not knowing when you were going to be leaving yes that, so i don't know if that's the best idea but i wanted to have some something involved in like people not knowing when they were going to leave i love that that's why i did the two the first person with the two the second drink right you got that's why you got to be careful of who you're inviting because if you don't want an idiot who's just pretending he slammed his two drinks uh. like let's be honest okay let's give people a chance <laughs> there's like the two people at the end of all spectrums the people that brag about how and much the, they drink and people who lie and yeah. people who lie yeah you didn't drink two whiskey yeah, you don't want to be the best at anything but you don't want to be the worst at anything right. So the last two ideas, so these were just ideas that I'll mention quickly because I really liked the relay, the tag. I also thought of like tag would be fun, like yeah. or like a duck, duck, goose type I thought of deal scavenger of hunting. when to leave duck, duck, goose. <laughs> scavenger hunts are all over online. So I thought- the I other, know. That's why I didn't do them, yeah. The other two I thought of was a clothing swap. So unlimited Tell amount me. of participants- and you're not allowed to leave for the next bar until you're wearing until you've traded one article of with clothing. a random person. No, right? with someone in the pub crawl. Oh, it would make it a lot cooler if it was with a random. <laughs> you gotta convince. Yeah, so you, can, you gotta convince Bob to give you his yeah, hat. Bob ain't giving you his hat. <laughs> it's like, so dude, if listen. it's like within the pub crawl, you could be wearing pun, pun. You could be running from like Coach's Corner with a mini skirt on around Detroit. It would be hilarious. I would be running. With the mini yeah. one, I'd have one shoe from one person and it, one flip flop. Right. And we'd keep it PG 13. So, like, women, everybody would have to wear, like, you know, spanks and like a sports bra. So you're not like, yeah, so you can like, lose, right? You yeah, can lose not, clothing and not be exposed. Exactly. Or right. when you're switching your shirt, it's not like a bunch of pervs. Yeah, you got to be careful who you invite. Yeah. <laughs> hey, right, listen, bro. Don't ask my sister for a bra no more, okay? You're creeping everybody in the place out. <laughs> so relax. <laughs> The last one I thought of, and Stephanie liked this one, but she wouldn't want to be a part of it, was a Sharpie or Magic Marker tattoo pub crawl. You're not allowed to leave until some, and I would call it the Aircast pub crawl. Mm-hmm. Like someone signed your cast, but it's actually on your body. I love that one, so too. So you just walk up. It has to be from a rando. So it has to be someone at the Makes bar that's willing to give you a sign your cast, your fake cast on your arm, because you know we'd end up with them all over our oh, chest yeah. and our back. And yeah. you're not allowed to leave until you have a new tattoo that's set such a great quotes. way to meet people with too. like a sharpie or a magic marker. You'd, you'd end up with like 55 best friends after for that sure night. and yeah. and people would be talking about that pub crawl forever yeah 100 because the one with the relay race they'd see it sort of like we saw nine innings nine bars or my cousin did but if you actually are signing somebody's body you'd be like guys you get home and you'd be like guys we have to do the air cast tattoo yeah. bar some dude named crawl. ted put his phone number on my <laughs> wrist <laughs> that's right so we're getting close to our stopping time, but I did want to hit on some Tom Brady stuff, so we're going to kind of go through them a little bit faster than usual. By the way, the NFL Combine happened, and I did think of something funny because, you know, Bryce Young is the quarterback from Alabama. Yep. And he's maybe going to be the top pick overall, but he's so small. Yeah, it sounds like Chicago's going to trade their pick. Yeah, so he's like, he came in today, I saw 5'10", and they were saying, is he going to be above 200 pounds? And he came in at 5'10", 204, but people were saying, no, he's like 5'10", 195. Yeah, I heard... I, I heard uh, 
180 something on 97 one they were saying he wasn't even breaking 190 think about how small that is i know like okay he did it in college but he got injured think about how small that is if aaron donald falls on a guy that's like that's like russo's size except yes he's just a will die (laughs) he's a little guy so i thought this there's no way he weighs 204 pounds so i wanted to see if we could get the nickname for bryce young to be pinewood derby bryce because you know (laughs) because you know people cheat by putting like extra weight in their cars like metal plates underneath their cars and make it way more for the cub scouts or whatever and he's probably he probably put like lifters in his cleats (laughs) to be a little bit taller he's probably sitting there with like gravel in his pockets that's hilarious (laughs) All right, so I mentioned Tom Brady. We're going to go through some Tom Brady stats because I love that the GOAT is a Michigan man. Yep, but before you get there, I kind of fell down a bit of a rabbit hole with beekeepers. <laughs> well, actually just one beekeeper. It's 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 bees that interest me, but get your phones out because uh, there's a beekeeper by the name of Erica Thompson. Her her <laughs> handle is at Texas Bee Works. Fantastic. Love her, uh, love her TikToks. When I tell you I would live in a log cabin in the middle of Jumanji for this woman... <laughs> I'm telling you, I would. Um, but so I came. I brought a list of five random things about bees that absolutely no one's going to care about. But I, I brought them for you. <laughs> oh, I love it <laughs> because. All right. So did you know the average hive has around fifty thousand worker oh, bees? You didn't know that fifty thousand, which is also the same number of minivan driving middle aged white males at a Nickelback concert. Okay. <laughs> Two, a honey. <laughs> What did you just say? Um, That's so good. All right, B fact number two. His his laugh makes me laugh. Sorry. Uh, Number two, a honeybee, a honeybee queen will lay between two to three thousand eggs as she establishes her colony, which is a lot of uh, is a lot of babies. But we all know a couple of girls from high school who are hitting those kind of numbers, too, so not <laughs> uncommon. Uh, three, queen bees can live up to four years. Uh, all worker bees, by the way, are males. How, what's the, Four years is long or short? It, four years is long, okay. two to three years average. Uh, pulled that out, didn't have that road down. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. He can riff on any animal. <laughs> Uh, queen bees can live up to four years, while male worker bees live on average of 55 days. Damn. Which, if you've ever lived with a queen, makes total sense. Be good way to die. <laughs> very, very stressful. <laughs> uh, four. Honey bees cannot see the color red, and neither can my teenage daughter. She blows right through. <laughs> um. Five, and, and the last one before I bore you guys to death. To keep warm in the winter, honeybees huddle together in a cluster. So even honeybees want to be single in the summer. <laughs> and those random animal facts were brought to you by Pilon Element Woodworking. Pilon Elements Woodworking. That's P-Y-L-O-N, Elements Woodworking. All one word. And his wife's page, at artist.wim, W-H-I-M. Go give him some love. So I'm going to end with the Tom Brady stuff. So this is interesting stuff for me. So I have a couple quiz questions on Tom Brady for you. Now that he's retired, can you name the four active starting quarterbacks that have won a Super Bowl in the league? Starting quarterbacks. Pat Mahomes. Yep. Um, Russell Wilson. I saw you glance over at my screen. No, I didn't see. I didn't see. I'm blind as a bat. Yeah, you're two Uh, for two. uh, Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes. Uh, I'm so bad at being put on the spot with trivia. I love it. Hang on, I'm going to get you. It's the best Uh, part about trivia. Who else do we got? Tom Brady. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fail this one miserably. Who are my last Super Bowl winners? You're gonna be embarrassed when you hear them. It's five, four. Oh no! Three. I'm panicking. I'm choking. The the Detroit legend Matthew Stafford. Oh my god! <laughs> How did I forget Stafford? A A Ron, Mister. I live in the dark. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. So, wow! Isn't that crazy though? Because Tom Brady retired and won so many late in his career, like in his forties. There's only four active starting quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls. Mahomes has two, and the rest of the guys have one. Yeah, that's wild. Although, but there are some guys sitting on benches like Flacco. Would uh, he has one? Yeah, there's but, some guys. But active starting quarterbacks. Right, starting that's quarterback. crazy. That is crazy. Very. And the other one was my buddy sent me this the other day on one of our text threads. Can you name? There's only two teams in the whole NFL that Tom Brady does not have a winning record against. Oh, I think I've seen this somewhere. I 
Uh, give me a hint. Are they teams you would think? Are There's they... one NFC and one AFC. One NFC. I'm gonna say. So just throw. A I'm gonna say out. the LA Rams. Okay, that's that's wrong. And what's your AFC guess? Not the Pittsburgh Steelers, Russo, because they <laughs> slap them every time they play. Hope you're happy. Your oh Irish suck God. and your Steelers suck. Oh, I love Russo so much. He's like family, but making fun of him on Mike is. I'm gonna say. Thing. I'm gonna say a crazy one. Miami Dolphins for AFC. No, they own Miami. Are you uh, kidding I, me? I know. So the numbers are the so the two teams he doesn't have a winning record against are the Denver Broncos and the San Francisco 49ers. Mm, I should have got the 49ers. Broncos I would have And the got. impressive thing is is guess what? He doesn't have a losing record against either of those teams. He's 500 against them. Wow. A so of, he has a winning record over everyone but the two teams he's 500 against. He has against? a winning record against everyone except those two teams and he's the, 500. You should, you should have saved that for insane stat of the day. Isn't that awesome? That is an insane stat That's of the crazy. day. A lot of people would guess New England, but he's 1 and 0. He played them once as a Buccaneer and he beat them. So you said the Miami Dolphins. Listen to this. This is the last thing I'll say about the record thing. Mm, this is how bad my guesses were. In the, <laughs> in the AFC, what are they, AFC East. East? Yeah. He played the Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins every year. For people who don't watch football, you play your in-division rivals two times every year. Right, that's your main schedule. His record against them was the Dolphins had the best one. He was 24-12 and 12 against the Dolphins. That was the best. 31-8 and eight against the Jets. And thirty three and three against the Bills. That oh is God. insane ownership of your direct competition. Dude, what a freak! It was like an automatic birth to the playoffs every year. That's insane. So that adds up to what sixty four, eighty eight, and twenty three against his in division rivals. That is bananas. That is also. I noticed. I say that's insane a lot. I got to quit saying <laughs> that. So just quickly, I wanted to go through Tom Brady's, and we'll end on that. Is Tom Brady's losses in the playoffs because one of the things i think that makes you great is your your record when it really really counts so when people say to me tom brady versus peyton manning i'm always like tom brady because he's the best in the playoffs peyton manning only won one super bowl until he got to denver and when he got to denver he had a really really good defense and he wasn't really responsible for winning that super bowl so the for me that's why i said like jordan winning all six finals he was in in the nba and being the mvp like that's goat status stuff and tom brady was the same way yep yep insane I think I can only remember like Deion Branch winning an MVP that Tom Brady didn't win when he was in those Super Bowls. Yeah, that's that's a good random trivia fact. But Ooh. it's not just Super Bowls. So he made the playoffs in twenty of the twenty-one seasons he started. And one of the one of the seasons, if you look at how long he played, he hurt himself against KC the that first was, game of the year. Was that when Jacoby Brissett and then they had uh, Garoppolo too? Right? That was when he. No, was, oh was, no, that was when he was. Suspended. That was when they had uh, what when was he that? was cheating. <laughs> No, what was that one guy, the Matt whatever, that went on to Kansas City? Matt. Like some scrub guy. And Oh, yeah. What is his name? I know. Um, Matt Castle. Matt Castle. And they still were 11-5 and five yeah. that year and that, missed the playoffs on a tiebreaker. But, that guy got three average quarter, backup <laughs> quarterbacks paid big money. Yeah, Tom Brady is responsible for that. So 20 of 21 seasons, and I thought, who did he, who did he lose to? Because of the 20 and 21 seasons, 14 of his 21 seasons in the playoffs, he finished as a Final Four team. Jeez. AFC or NFC championship or Super Bowl or winning it. 14 to 21, so that's 66%. He was one of the four best teams in the league still. It's that's, unbelievable. Yeah, that's wild. Ten of those seasons, so almost half, ended in Super Bowls where he has a 7-3 and three record. So I started going through. So he. So I'm just going to go fast because we're over on time. But 2001 is when he took over for Drew Bledsoe. That hit on the sideline. Our crazy. female listeners have drove off the Ambassador Bridge right now. <laughs> So I'll go fast. 01, he won the Super Bowl against the Rams. 02, missed the playoffs. The only time is so the only time he missed the playoffs as a starter, he was still nine and seven record above five hundred. It was his first full season as the starting quarterback, which is Did crazy. Drew, Drew Bledsoe took back over that year. Do you remember? No, no, he didn't. Once Brady took over and won the Super Bowl, in oh, 01, they got rid he of kept, Bledsoe. Right? Yeah. Okay. 03, won the Super Bowl against the Panthers. 04, won the Super Bowl against the Eagles. 05, lost a divisional round against the Broncos, which is bad. That's like the second round of the playoffs, and I couldn't remember. I couldn't even remember who the Broncos quarterback was in 05. That's a bad loss, I guess. Maybe Jake Plummer. Was it? When did Elway retire? Late 2000? <laughs> he retired in 2000, wasn't I think it was, yeah. Because they went back Super to back. Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 2000. So then he goes 06. So there was a little bit of a dark period. So they lost the AFC Championship in 06 to the Colts, who had a huge comeback. And they he would have won another Super Bowl because the Colts smoked the Bears in the Super Bowl. That was a bad Bears team. Rex Grossman. 
07 lost Super Bowl to the Giants. That was the undefeated season with the David Tyree helmet catch. Yep, I so remember. for that catch, they win that game. The Giants weren't even supposed to make the playoffs. Right. 08, he was injured his first game against the Chiefs. And then and then they changed, the NFL changed the rule. That's when they started protecting quarterbacks because they were like, you can't be hurting these guys because they just saw that's that's a terrible thing for the league. 09, they lost a wild card round against the Ravens. That was, that was probably their worst one. The Ravens teams were good, but the wild card round, that's crazy. 10, oh, maybe this one's the worst. Lost divisional round against the Jets and Mark Sanchez. Oh, boy. But they were 14-2 and two that season. The Jets were? No, the, oh, Patriots. the Patriots. The Jets' defense was spectacular, though. Yeah. 11, they lost the Super Bowl again to the Giants on a miracle play, like a sideline catch by Mario Manningham. 12, they lost the AFC Championship to the Ravens, who went on to win the Super Bowl. 13, lost the AFC Championship to the Broncos, who I, I think, or no, that's not the Super Bowl year. They lost the AFC Championship to the Broncos. Then they won the Super Bowl against the Seahawks in 14, lost the AFC Championship to the Broncos in 15. That's when Peyton won his second one. Won the Super Bowl against the Falcons. That's a 28-3 game. Lost the Super Bowl to Philly on the Philly Special. Ugh, Nick Foles. Come on. Yeah. Won the Super Bowl in 18 against the Rams, the most boring-ass Super Bowl ever. The Rams scored three points. And then they lost wild card round. He lost a wild card round to Titans, left the Patriots, won the Super Bowl the first year in Tampa, lost the division around the next year to the Rams, who won the Super Bowl, and then lost in the wild card to the, to the Dallas this year. Insanity. It's insane. Yeah. So if you were a Patriots fan, you just knew that, like, most of the time you're going to the final four teams. I mean, can you even imagine if, like, the Lions were that good? Yeah, that, I can't imagine. The I excitement can't, no. we would have. And the last thing I'll say to him, do you know who? You know which teams have the most Super Bowls in the NFL? Uh, which teams? Yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's Tom Brady and then the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You ruined the stat. Yeah, Tom Brady has seven. Yeah. The Patriots and the Steelers have six. Then Cowboys, then Niners Cowboys. have five. Yep. Packers, Giants, four. Mm-hmm. So he has more Super Bowl rings than any franchise. Any franchise in, in, in the league. history of that franchise. That is insane. Yeah. So those were the and I wanted to go through that because he is the greatest of all time. You cannot mess with what I just said. Yeah, it's it those are crazy, crazy stats. All right, so we gotta be getting out of here, but I feel like we're forgetting something. Yeah, I'm looking through my notes. I don't see anything. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh. oh, there it is. <laughs> Bob Barker update. Hey, how's he doing? <laughs> According to Google, Bob Barker is still cruising. Hey, shout out uh what's your uncle's company named Pylon? Pylon. Pylon. Uh, they created a Bob Barker countdown. Oh yeah, uh, to our Bob yeah, my Barker uncle party. Joe was responsible yeah. for the Bob Barker countdown. Fantastic right. thing! How great <laughs> he just surprised us with that. That bash is going to be the best day of our lives, yeah. and the worst next morning of our lives ever. I'm excited. All right, so what we got to say to you guys now is to remember to like our social medias and please make sure to share this podcast with people. It's so easy; it takes seconds to just click. And send it in a text to somebody. Yeah, and we have over. Oh, we get, we should check the country. We have over twelve hundred uh, twelve hundred plays, and we only got fifty people on Spotify to rate us uh, on there. So we need more people to rate to us. Rate us. We need more people to share us. We do have a lot of unique listens every single week, but we we need that to look good on paper. So so rate us, share us. All that good stuff. And if we look at the audiences, uh, sorry, pun, we're still flat. Australia was our last edition. Oh, no. (laughs) But we'll get there. Listen, I've been bragging about the 1,000 listens, which is now 1,200 in the eight countries, which, by the way, Slimp and Randall go, oh, the guy gets three listeners. He thinks he knows everything. Look at podcast guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, wait. We did add one. Who do we add? Grenada. Are you kidding me? Oh, let's go. <laughs> We're at nine. Nine countries What's, and counting. What is up with our fans in Canada? How do we not have Canada? You so know homework, what? homework is to share the episode and find somebody who lives in Canada that can tune in. Delete all Canadians <laughs> off your social media. That's right. All right. We're getting out of here. Peace.